0: Welcome everybody to It's Doomsday
1: Podcast.
0: Today is 7-10-2022, time is 18.05. Joining me as always is Al, a.k.a. Big Daddy Prep. How you doing, Al?
1: I am good. I am actually babysitting grandchildren today. and We've been in the garden, so between the heat, the grandkids, and the garden, I'm filthy and tired, but hey, I am more than ready for you.
0: (laughs) All right, and then as you guys know from the title of the show... We got Reverend Paul back again. Rapture Prep is back with us to continue where we left off last week. Welcome in, Reverend Paul. How are you?
2: I'm I'm great. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, absolutely. So, guys, when we did last week's episode, if you got to listen to that, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to it. Then come back and listen to this one. But we really started, you know, tearing into the Rapture side, the biblical side of prepping, you know, the Rapture that's coming, all these things, and, uh... Also, how certain people within the religious community are looking down on preppers and, you know, is, is re, as you guys know, Reverend Paul himself is a prepper. So just kind of let's kind of start there of where we were last week for the for the religious people out there that are saying prepping's wrong. Um, you shouldn't prep. This goes against God. You should just have faith. Just a quick way to wrap that up for the listeners. Reverend Paul, what would you say to those people?
2: So, um, you know, in the Bible, it talks about, uh, in Matthew 6, verse uh, 25, it says, Therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life. It says, don't worry about what you'll eat or drink or about your body or what to wear. It says, "Is not life more than food and body more than clothes. It says, look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? It says, which of you, by worrying add a single hour to your life so in um, other another version that says i cube it to your stature which means can make you grow higher it's you know jesus is kind of um asking a question that's ridiculous you know it's impossible for, for you by worrying to um add a single hour to your life so this passage here is talking about worry okay it's not necessarily talking about um anything else that's in the passage does that make sense
0: uh yeah i'm kind of getting it yeah
2: okay so um in verse 25 says it because he, he says i'll tell you don't worry about your life what you're going to eat or drink or about your body or what you're going to wear well of course we have to think about those things but we don't have to worry about those things okay he wants us to you know drink fluids and eat so Um, You know, so in this passage is talking about don't worry, but we have to prepare, you know, Um, not only for the next meal, but um, for the next week or next year, you know, so um, we are to prepare and something really cool that I just, uh, we, I just noticed me and my co-host last week, whenever we went to um, record uh, the podcast on uh, Rapture Prep podcast um my co-host brought it up and I was like wow that is awesome so you probably won't believe this but Jesus was talking to his believers uh the mount of the Olivet Discourse Matthew chapter 24 and uh he was telling them that they need to get ready to bug out and possibly have an inch bag ready okay so
0: wow. okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. You got to, we have to get more into that. Please get yeah. more into right. that. Yeah. Okay. I got to so, know.
2: <laughs> yeah. So check this out. This is so awesome. Um, so in Matthew 24, this is called the all of It Discourse. Okay. And Jesus is talking about the future. This is a, this is a prophecy chapter, the whole chapter. And he lays out everything that's fixing to happen, the rapture, all of it. Um, so now, in verse 9, of uh, chapter 24 in Matthew, he says, you'll be handed over, you'll be persecuted. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of skip and paraphrase a little bit. I'll stop when we get to that the point, just a couple verses. But he's basically saying, you're going to be handed over, persecuted, they're going to kill you. And you'll be hated in, in my name. And he said, uh, many will fall away and betray me. And um, he said, lawlessness will multiply in verse 12, verse 13, but he who endures to the end, will be saved. Um, we know we're not supposed to take the mark of the beast or we could lose our salvation you know or go to hell for that so have to endure to the end verse 14 says the good news will be proclaimed and then the end will come and then he said in verse 15 so when you see and he's talking to his his people here when you see the abomination of desolation spoken by daniel the prophet and uh and so the abomination of desol- desolation is when the Antichrist is going to sit in the Jewish temple and proclaim himself to be God. That's an abomination. Um, and it's a desolation of the, in the temple, in the holy place. He said in verse 15, he says this. It says, those in Judea must flee to the mountains. And it says in verse 17, a man on the housetop must not come down to get the things out of his house. Verse 18, it says, a man in the field must not go back to get his coat. Verse 19, woe to the pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days. It says, pray, verse 20, that your escape may not be in winter or on the Sabbath. It says that in that time, there'll be great distress. And that he says very specifically, that hasn't taken place from the beginning of the world until now and will never again. So... Um, This right here, Jesus is saying, you know, once you see the abomination of desolation, you need to bug out and don't go back home. You should already be prepared. Does that blow y'all's mind?
1: Reverend Paul, you just gave me every reason I ever needed (laughs) to prep because now I can say, hey, it's biblical, buddy. I I can actually go back to a place and say, hey, let me show you where it is. Because I've always wanted to be able to say that and tie it to that. But you tied it up for me right there. And I appreciate that because (laughs) I never heard it described like that and and put that way. And I like that.
0: You know, I just I never had it in my mind that Jesus would have been telling people, hey, you know, you might have to bug out, you know. Um, But Jesus
1: was a prepper
0: jesus was a prepper if 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 i'm taking anything away from the show tonight it's whenever the the religious people come at me and say you need to have faith in god i'm gonna just throw that back at them did you know jesus was a prepper did you know jesus had a bug out plan did you know that (laughs) that's amazing
2: (laughs) and we oh man my co-host eric you know he's a financial advisor you know um i've been discipling him for years um whenever i was a youth pastor i don't even know back in 2005 we met and uh, he came in to help me out with the youth, and been discipling him ever since. Um, you know, so for him to make that revelation, that connection, I was like, "Whoa!" Because you know, uh, he, I'm, I'm new to the prepping, and like I've been learning from y'all. I, I don't, I don't think he's heard all y'all shows. You know, so he's listening to me about bugging out and in inch bags, and so. Whenever he brought that up, I was like, you're right. I was like, yes. Uh, wow. Jesus said, have your, I'm never coming home back because you're not. He's telling I you. Got,
1: I've got one for you. And, and and think about this for just a minute, Reverend Paul. I'm going to say something here that's going to get me in trouble with a lot of people out there that are religious. But I'm going to say this. God was a prepper because if you think about it for a minute, Jesus was the ultimate prep. He prepped ahead of time for everybody in this world now think about that let that sink in for about five or six days and marinate right. there for a little bit yeah jesus was a prepper and his daddy was a prepper so i got everything i need i got the back end i need from now on to be a prepper so i ain't, oh, yeah. I ain't worried so, about anybody so, else
2: so yeah it's uh it, it it's amazing and in this passage it, it goes on it continues on he gives everything uh this abomination of desolation right he's like look when you're in judea right You need to flee because over in that that geographical area, that's going to be there's going to be an area that the the Antichrist is going to be over and he's going to be trying to persecute and kill Jews and Christians. So he's like, get out of that area, flee to the mountains, he says, because there's another place where there's going to be a safe zone. And so they need to go over there. So he was giving them specific advice. I mean, you know, not only is it prophecy, but he's given prophecy of the geographical area at the time. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. But of course, it's God. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's outside of time. He's the beginning and the end. So verse 23 says, if, if anyone tells you the Messiah is here, over there, don't listen to a lot of false messiahs. And he says in verse five, this is very cool. It says, take note. I have told you in advance that's the exact verse of chapter uh, verse uh, 25 says take note i have told you in advance he's telling you so you can prep so everybody in that region in that area needs to have their inch bag ready to go and so um you know the abomination of desolation um but it goes on in verse 29 and a few few uh wow this is why i have it it's called rapture prep because he he tells you look he says immediately in verse 29 after the tribulation of those days so it's talking about after the tribulation not before this pre-tribulation pre-tribu- rapture it's after the tribulation of those days after you see the abominations and desolation, he's like at that time you know there's there's gonna be uh then i'm coming back after the tribulation period is over so we're gonna experience that's how we're gonna experience the mark of the beast and all these things we're gonna be going through that and so Um, We need to be prepping for these events because the Bible says with the mark, you know, without the mark, you can't buy or sell. So how are people going to live?
0: Hey, Preppers, do you want 10% off survival food? Go to www.readywise.com and use code DOOM10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com. D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at ReadyWise.com.
1: Well, I got two questions for you. Two questions. I want to ask you, the statement that's made in the Bible or the passage in the Bible, it says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear not. That's kind of something I've always lived by, lived by my life by. And also, a question for you, what do you think, biblically, biblically that we should be prepping or planning? What, what do you, because you, you're we're, we're way more versed in the Bible than me, what does the Bible say that we need to prep or plan, or what do we not need to prep or plan, if you can define that, because that's probably going to be a very hard question, but I would have faith in that you having, you having the right answer, more than a lot of people
2: well and um i'm gonna definitely answer that what you were you saying what should we be prepping for or
1: what should we be prepping for and what should be be prepping what what should we have to prep with i mean what what what's right and what's wrong that we should be prepping in the meantime and what are we prepping for
2: okay so um that's that's a good question um so what you just said the first thing is very significant you said that you know um that god though he walked though i walked through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil for thou art uh with me thou art my rod and my staff they comfort me right so um the rod is for correction and the staff is to guide you if you hadn't heard that before so these are tools of a shepherd. And so he's there with us and he, you know, he'll never leave us or forsake us. And so, um, we shouldn't fear, you know, um, because God has given us these prophecies. Like I said, I believe last time I said, prophecies are to prepare us, not to scare us. And so that's another reason he's giving prophecies is because he's wanting to help us to get ready. So, um, you know, but what are we, um, what should we be prepping for? That's a question that's important. Um, these events that um, I have probably talked about a little bit, we should be prepping for the first one, really. Because the, the next event is either the peace treaty that, that starts the final seven years over in um, Israel between the Palestine and uh, Israel people so they can... Um, you know have peace in the middle east they never had it um so once they sign a peace treaty that's going to give us the final seven years and um there's been talks and negotiations a lot back and forth for a long time so you know it's not clarifying like oh it's going to happen next year we don't know but the other prophecy that's next on the god's timeline is that six trumpet war that we talked about last time so that's going to kill a third of mankind so according to the bible every every ministry I've talked to, we don't know which one's going to happen first because that peace treaty is not a world peace treaty. It's just for Israel and Palestine over there. And so um, it's kind of like a Middle East peace treaty. And so it's not for the whole world. So the whole world could be in the middle of war while that peace treaty is going on. It could happen before or after. Um, but I would say we need to be prepping for um, you know, not being able to get food in just kind of how we we just went through those kind of a dry run but it was nothing you know there's sanctions going on so little shortages here and there baby food um other items price hikes inflation these things are just gonna just skyrocket so first in first out we need to be getting stuff cheaper um holding on to it using it but um you know like the podcast y'all had gardening for survival everybody needs to have a garden if you can't if you live in an apartment or something um have buckets have something where you can eat off of uh because the stores are going to be affected i mean it's just y'all know how it happens
0: oh absolutely and something i wanted to go back to uh reverend paul is uh again just me being able to throw some some mud at the wall to the religious types to see what (laughs) sticks uh you know when they come at me so would it just be kind of safe to say at this point that the bible itself could be sort of a prepper manual or a how-to guide
2: uh i couldn't have said it any better myself oh Um, man i agree i agree (laughs) it's it's like legit and that's And that's how, you know, you can't um, refute Christianity. Oh, I don't believe. Okay, who cares if you believe it or not? Um, You know, go look at all the the prophecies. Look at what's going on. And, you know, man, when they came up with these prophecies, you know, thousands of thousands of years ago, whatever, about there being a 200 million man army. That was there was no way that was possible. Now it is. We're in the end times right now. And so prophecies are coming true. There's there's so many. Um, But yeah, the. The Bible is fixing to be a play-by-play a play play, uh, thing that we're going to be like, oh my gosh, the, the Peace Treaty just signed, the war just happened, look at this. this, this fool is over here in this temple trying to claim he's God, you know, we're going to see it all in real time.
1: Well, I've got a, a question. I, I don't want to forget and not get into the show today. But right. in the talking about the peace treaty that you're that you're talking about in the seven years, I want to ask you, how do you feel? And I don't remember the exact name of the accords that they're talking that they were talking about. But during the Trump presidency, his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, was in the Middle East very many times. I want to say it was the King David Accords, I believe it was, that they were negotiating peace Throughout the Middle East, between different countries, Israel and 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 just different countries in the, in the Middle East, how does that work into this? Do you think that has anything to do with the peace treaty? Is it the beginning of the peace treaty? Is that the peace treaty, or or is it nothing at all? Because I know after Trump came out of office, things kind of melted down with that and the Biden administration. So how do you how do you feel about that?
2: Yeah. So those are. Those are just uh, more things that are leading forward the the final seven year peace treaty. Um, but yeah, those those aren't it. Um, it's gonna be specifically over a uh, land issue over in Israel and Palestine. And um, you know, so so we're we're gonna know for sure, um, whenever that whenever that takes place. Um, but yeah, I forgot the name of the accords over there. I know what you're talking about. Um, but you know, it's a, a key thing is it's going to be a seven-year uh, peace treaty. The Bible clears that up. So, and that's gonna what it's gonna have in the, that peace treaty is they're going to be able to share the Temple Mount, and also be able to build their own temple again. So when you see these things in that peace treaty, the seven-year, the you know, the sharing of the Temple Mount. And them being able to share the temple yeah that's it right there
1: yeah start the clock then
2: yeah that's, that is that is the one event in the bible that does start that seven-year time period for sure
0: wow now reverend paul i got a question for you too so one of the things we're currently seeing in our world is like big government overreach and just you know the government just crapping all over citizens Does it say anything in the Bible or or any of this stuff about what's going to happen to these large government entities or or is there a way to describe them in there?
2: Okay, you're going to have to be a little more specific.
0: Okay, well, I'm kind of thinking in my head, like, you've got governments playing God and ruling over citizens. Uh When the rapture comes, I would imagine God's going to come down and be like, no, this is my job, you know, so... I feel like the government would fall in the realm of the wicked and they would be punished.
2: Right. Um, so it's, everyone is going to wind up being, trying to attack Israel uh, at the very end. It says that all nations are going to come against Israel. So yeah, there's going to be nothing but punishment for the, what it is. It's going to be a one world government, one world economy, one world religion so everybody's going to be punished equally that's under this and um in alignment with it they're actually referred to as um beasts in the uh in the book of revelation um these nations are represented by like the bear russia you know these these pictures seen in the in the revelation beast um like america is in the daniel beast but um um, Great Britain is shown to be in the revelation beast, Russia, Germany, um, the 10 horns are believed to be the UE, uh, the EU, the countries of Europe, the Holy Roman Empire uh, rising back up again. So the Bible's very specific on these issues. So, um, yeah, they're going to be punished and they're going to be under the leadership of that uh, Antichrist and uh, God's wrath is going to get poured out.
1: What you're saying right now, Reverend Paul, is I'm reading the news, and I, I try to, I try to like a sponge, I try to drink up as much news from around the world as I can. What you're saying right now is like a roadmap of what I read in the news every day. You know, you okay. have, ba- basically, United States has turned their back somewhat on Israel right now. Go ahead, Reverend Paul.
2: No, I mean, uh, I don't study the news, and I know you do. So it's like, it's good to, for me, just to give you what I know and what the word of God is saying, period. And you're just like studying the news. And so put it you can put these two together and you're like oh yep it's all absolutely sense.
1: i'm gonna you know? tell you the reason why is because i just like you said a minute ago about russia and 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 united kingdom having problems russia has threatened to blow you the united kingdom off the map in the last two weeks the united kingdom is now threatening russia back and forth i also see the united states pull it away from israel physically and also with its policies and see israel coming to bear right now they're having a kind of off kind of like an off war with Syria and also with Iran right now because both countries are trying to attack Israel, and Israel's attacking them. These are very under-the-cover type news stories. So as you said that, I'm putting all the pieces together of news I've read over the last 30 days. So you're right on target, right on target, the Bible is.
2: Yeah, that's exactly, exactly right. Like I'm just reading the Bible like it's a news story. That's it. That's all I'm doing. I don't, I'm not putting my opinion in it. I'm just telling you what the Word of God said. And you're like, oh yeah, that's happening right now. This and that. You know, it's all lining up. Now, I mean, all these the chances, you know, statistically of, of thousands of years ago, it's getting written, and all these in time players of the countries represented it, and how they're forming and everything. It's insane. So, like Jester said, it is the prepper's guidebook to like, okay. I see this happening, we need to do this, and now, kind of looking at America's future, which is something I want to talk about, um, is, uh, you know, it's, it's a toss-up, because um, the end-time ministry, is a ministry I've followed since I was, uh, wow, well, a teenager, they, um, they preach everything I'm talking about right now. They have a program called End of the Age. If you go look that stuff up, you're going to see they have specific videos and all this with documentation, articles, news articles, I mean, every, everything. It's laid out. And um, huh, it's fascinating how they put everything together. But with America, right, we're seeing in the book of Daniel as um, the lions have on the wings of eagles okay and but at one point we were originally Rever- Reverend that- Paul I think okay. you
0: may, I think you may have switched your mic around but I'm here I think I'm in your pocket now
2: oh okay can can you hear me now
0: yeah yeah we got you we could hear you the whole time but it got a little distant you got a little bit further away there but I wanted to stop you before we kept going on that way we could hear you and uh, not your pocket
1: <laughs> Okay, no, hey, but your fine. pocket sounds good. Your pocket no, sounds good. <laughs>
2: I have one a mic, so it, should be, it shouldn't be the issue. But um, So, yeah, um, America is seen in the Bible as, as the eagle's wings, and we, um, it, it says that we were part of the lion, which is the symbol of Great Britain, and that the eagle's wings departed from the lion at one point. And so then you see the book of, in the book of Revelation that the beast, the lion is still there, but the eagles' wings aren't. And so that's a good indicator that we're not part of this one world government and we're not under the control of the Antichrist. So it means one or two things. <laughs> the, the first one, let's just get the bad news out of the way. We got wiped out from uh, the one third of mankind being, being wiped out. That is something that is not, you know, we don't know for sure. The other thing is, um, it does say in the book of Revelations that the, uh, the woman or Israel will be carried away on the wings of eagle and protected um, in the wilderness. So that could mean that we're assisting Israel. We always have. Um, we, there's been like over 40 something sanctions at the UN that we've used our veto power to protect Israel in the last, I don't know, 50 years. So, we've always protected Israel. Donald Trump helped them to reestablish Jerusalem as their capital. And that's in the end time, that's what, what's going to be at stake. Um, so, you know, it's really interesting. So, I'm hoping that we're going to be here. But I believe God spoke to me a few months back to um, get ready and when I, when I can, stock up and have a, a bug out area to go to. And I, I mean, I really what I want to do is get, and I know I've heard Jester talk about it before, but get some waterproof, um, you know, um, storage uh, containers and bury them, and have you know a couple of those connected or whatever. And if there's a nuclear fallout, I don't know. I'm gonna look into all that. But there's still time, you know, for for to prep. So that's the good news. So this isn't doom and gloom. Um, it's, it's, you know, Jesus has told us these things so we can prepare. So that's my plan because I'm not sure what's going to happen. You know, the Bible isn't clear on it. So I'm not going to make something up and give people false hope. You know, we're preppers prepare for the worst, right?
1: Absolutely. absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Reverend Paul, I did have another question for you and it's kind of a loose question. Um, does it? Does it speak in the rapture about, uh, you know, us arming up, like, should we be on the defensive or does it say anything about, like, stronger powers like the government trying to disarm us, anything along those lines? Um,
2: no, no, it, it doesn't really say that, um, but that, you know, that mark of the beast, if we're under that control somehow, um, then, you know, they're going to... They're going to try to disarm everybody i'm sure and make them submit and so um i know i've heard you talk about it before you believe at some point you'll probably have to bug out at the very end i think even scott's talked about that and other people you know so we all kind of believe that we might need to actually bug out at some point so
1: well i can personally speak for this i'm not taking the mark and they'll have to chase me through the woods, but that's all right because I feel like God will protect me as long as he can. But I understand you're saying God, talk, God speaks to you. He told me a while ago, a couple of years ago, you need to make people more prepared. That's all he said, make people more prepared. Well, I didn't know I was even a, really a prepper that much. I just knew I'd grown up that lifestyle. So that's what I do. I try to make people more prepared, be more self-sufficient, yeah. nothing fancy just go out there and do what I was supposed to do, which is make people more prepared. And you have now enlisted the Bible to back me up for it. So I feel good now. I feel good today, Reverend Paul. Well, that's
0: you know, good. and that's, that's, a a, that, that's a great point, though. I mean, you know, we are potentially able to wake more people up with a whole nother sense. And I know that's what Rapture uh, Rapture uh, Prep Podcast is all about. But, I mean, it's this really... Um, how can I how can I describe this? It's like it's like you connected both sides of the battery. Both terminals are connected now. You have the just the mindset of prepping, and then you have the biblical side of prepping coming together and making this spark. That's you know getting us ready to go, getting us fired up, and in being that this information is getting out there now, that it's not a sin to prep. It's it's not a sin to do these things. I think that that should be pushing more people in the direction of hey, we need to get ready
2: yeah you know you're you're right, and like al was saying earlier I, i'm not I'm going to say this. I don't believe God told me to do specific things uh like he did with Noah, like, oh, get these things and bear them or whatever. These are just precautions I'm wanting to take because hey, a third of the world getting wiped out, nobody can even wrap their mind around that, oh. and especially if that's us, you know there's so many major cities and nuclear bombs only cover certain areas, you know it can be survivable. And, you know, it it is possible that uh, we could live to see the actual rapture, which is Jesus coming back, you know, because the final seven years, that may not be for a couple years. So within 10 years, it's all over, you know? So these are realities and we, no matter what, we need to prep for the worst. And so I signed up for a prepper camp, I'm like, hey, I'm going to do everything I can get whatever skills i need and i feel like time's running out you know i'm like i'm taking this every day as a you know a gift from god and trying to to prep and be you know wake people up as well and it's not a popular message noah had zero converts but now we have the word of god and um, our experience and even you know i think there's a misconception of preppers these days because the modern day prepper will prep for just emergencies that are right around the corner that's localized to them hurricanes floods, whatever, you know And when they go through those things like I did in the winter here in Texas That's when you start thinking longer term, you know
1: I agree with you God points out to you where your weaknesses and your preps are I was prepped for a lot of cold I was prepped for a lot of things. You know what I wasn't prepped for? extreme heat and dry that we've had over the last few days so Uh, guess what God showed me hey you need to make sure you've got that well working. you need to make sure you've got this working and that working for when it does get hot because frankly I mean that's something I didn't prep for the heat I prepped for the cold I didn't prep for the heat as well but now I'm changing that so you woke me up a little bit there wherever Paul I ain't gonna lie you woke me up a little bit in the last couple weeks
2: Oh well, that's good. Um, that's that's what I believe God's called me to do, and um, just being able to to be on the podcast has been a blessing. Just to hear from y'all, but to to be able to you know preach this and make people aware, this is very important.
0: Something I'd like to point out is: Do you guys notice listening to this episode and listening to the last episode that there is no separation between party affiliation in here? No. You guys Absolutely. realize that No. It, like, it, you know, for, as far as the prepping aspect, the biblical a- aspect, this sees no left or right. It sees no red or blue. OK, this is about humanity as a whole, in my opinion. So just wanted to throw that out
1: there. Well, I've always said that an empty stomach when you're cold. And you're wet and you're hungry. It doesn't make any difference if you're left or right, red or blue, Democrat or Republican or independent, gay, straight, uh, black, white, empty stomach and cold is the same for everybody. It's how you handle it beforehand that makes a huge difference. And it's not going to make any difference. I don't prep with the preference that i'm just helping people on the right or this i want everyone to be prepared and that's the reason why i do what i do and i believe that's why we all do it if we do it for the real reason so yeah we do it for the real reason there's no difference
2: yeah um wow parties have have really nothing to do with this it's the bible says that satan is the god of this world right now and so pretty much whatever party takes over, whatever's going on, evil is prevailing and will continue to slowly prevail until Jesus comes back. So we're all prepping really against evil. That's what we're prepping against. If you start, if you're looking, you know, spiritually or just with the natural eye, you don't have to be a Christian to see this. There are forces at play that do not want us to make it.
0: No, and I mean, that's something I see every day. Just given the content that we put out, you'd be surprised how many people come back and say, oh, you're fear mongering, you're wasting your time, you know, this, that, the other, like all you're doing is spreading hate to make money. Like, no, that is that is not what any of this is about. My number, My number one reason for getting people prepared, and this is probably the main thing, is that I know for every one person I get prepared, that's one less person I have to watch my back for when shit hits the fan.
2: So it's a selfish reason?
0: (laughs) Well, I guess you could consider it a little bit selfish. I mean, it's mainly for my family's protection, but, you know, take it for what you will. I'll I'll take a selfish – I'll take it. Sure, why not?
2: (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, my co-host, Eric, you know, he's my best friend in the world. I, I told him, I said, hey, look, I believe this is what God's telling me. Uh, I need to start a podcast, we need to get into prepping, blah, 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 and, and he's like, okay, and I just told him, I said, look, whenever I set this up, and I get these, you know, underground containers, whatever, stored with a year's worth of food, blah, 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 I was like, if you come knocking, I'm not going to answer, because you're going to take away from me, and, uh, you know, I'm actually a grandpa, so me, and my, my grandson, and kids, and, you know, my whole my whole team, you know, you're going to cut our year's worth of food down to three months, you know, because you right. know, I have 10, 15 people. I got 10, 15 people. I was like, so let's join forces at the beginning. That way we're, we're all a team, you know, group selection. I learned a lot from that episode. Wow. Um, and so be honest and upfront with people, let them know so they can um, be responsible with you, because a lot of people just want to use your preps.
1: You know, prepping permeates into everything that you do. You don't realize it does. Today, I was just thinking, as you're you're talking, I'm steady going through my day, and I've got my granddaughters in the garden planting radishes today because they come up quick, and they're going to be happy. In about three or four weeks, they're going to have some radishes growing up. But the point is, is... I'm prepping and preparing them for the future because how many people go out and teach kids how to grow vegetables anymore? How many people go out and teach kids how to shoot nowadays? How many people go out and teach kids how to hunt and fish and things like that? So I guess prepping, I'm prepping for the future. I want my grandkids to be able to have a life somewhat similar to what I had and be able to enjoy the things. So... Yeah, that's that's my reasoning behind it. And you've woke me up a little bit. You've opened my eyes the last couple of weeks. Oh, I ain't going to lie to you. Brev, I'm, how glad, you have. I'm
2: glad because yeah, y'all woke me up. So I'm glad I can return the favor. And I do believe that we're fixing to go, we're going to be returning back to the Amish days uh, for a little while here in America. I believe that. And maybe, maybe because of the war, maybe because of nuclear war and whoever knows those skills can survive it. And then America, you know, um regroups i don't know hopefully we're you know we have all that but and then maybe we don't but i'm prepping for the worst
0: so reverend paul i want to i want to throw something at you that, that's biblical okay uh and i want you want your opinion on what you think this means if it is prepper related i'm not sure one timothy five eight but if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially for members of his household, he is denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Would that be considered prepper related?
2: Um, I would I would say one hundred percent. You know, God <laughs> God tells us that, you know, we are the priests of our own households and you know, we should be a good stewards, faithful servants. Um, good parents all of that all the way around so and on top of that you know it says that um, you're supposed to leave a good inheritance for your children children's children you're supposed to leave a heritage you know and those are some things you pass down by by showing them how to garden you're leaving them an inheritance whether it's money you know that money can't get them anything if you can't use it so but if you can use skills like gardening things of that nature Yes, yeah, so you have to prepare for your family. So, all these people <laughs> that, are, um, that are giving me rebuttals, you know, that are giving y'all grief, you know, I made a, a post on TikTok like Captain America, and I have my Bible out, and I said, I can do this all day.
0: Hey, preppers, do you want 10% off survival food? Go to www.readywise.com and use code doom 10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at ReadyWise.com. D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at ReadyWise.com.
1: There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, man. (laughs) Well, no, I
0: just thought it was funny, like, you know, when you were like, yeah, I'm not going to let anybody in. I'm like, wait, I thought there was something in there that said, like, you're supposed to help everybody. So I, I had to go back and I had to find it real quick. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: So, yeah, I mean.
0: Uh, the power of the make, internet.
2: <laughs> yeah, I want to make sure that, you know, um, my preps are, you know, going to last for the people I'm prepping for. You know, that God's put in my uh, my view. Now, there are some people that I've heard that are like, hey, yeah, if someone comes knocking, great, I'm going to let them all in. And we'll just all have one day's worth of food and we'll all know die together and I'm like uh, okay if that's how you feel that's great uh, now you, you know what uh, I say all this now because I'm just in this like prepping mindset of like I need two gallons of water per day so I need 9,000 gallons whatever right but when it comes down to it someone a straggler someone comes along because I plan on doing this out in the middle of the field nobody's even gonna know my coordinates anyways <laughs> So. If I see somebody, yeah, I'm going to give them food and help them out, you know. But um, I'm not trying to act callous.
1: Well, you never know. You remember in the Bible how how God took so many fish and so many loaves of bread and made so much more to feed everybody. You never know what might happen. I mean, you may have been prepped and you might be prepped for life. You don't even know it. You, I mean, you never know what God might do.
2: Well, so. yeah, and that is the other, that flip side of, you know, the birds of the air. You do need to have faith to where you can say, "Oh yeah, you know, you and these couple other people, y'all go ahead and come on in." I know I had planned this way, but I believe God's going to provide, and then He does. You know where He uses them for part of that group selection. They have skills. You're like, "Oh, we needed that." I'm so glad you came in. You know, so um,
1: right.
2: there is there is balance, and I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to sound mean, but you know, you have to be practical as well. So,
1: right.
0: It's all such it's all such good information um, but we are we are coming up on our time limit here. We got a few minutes left but I think that like a big takeaway for this if you had one message you wanted to get out to all the listeners, Reverend Paul about where you currently sit with what you're seeing uh, currently within politics and everything else what do you think people should be doing right now? I mean anything from religious faith to food preps what do you think everybody needs to be doing in this moment?
2: So, um, number one thing is the great commission. Um, Jesus told, it was the last thing he said before he left the earth. He said, go into all the world, make disciples, uh, preach the kingdom of God. And, um, it's the good news of Jesus Christ, you know? And so we need to get that out there. Uh, I, I didn't, I wasn't just in church my whole life, but whenever I finally did accept Jesus, he changed my life. So that is the number one thing spiritually we should be prepping, and you know what? That's actually a skill. You can't just sit down with someone and talk to them about God and not know anything about the Bible or not know anything about politics or uh, anything. So you know, you have to practice talking to people about the Lord, telling them your testimony, things like that. I had a class in Bible college that was just helping me to share my testimony. I was like, really? I need that? But it turns out I did, you know? so. Um, You know that is that's that's the most important thing that needs to be done and you know just so happens we're in the end time where we got to be prepping for that as well but right now man it's just introducing people to Jesus that's that's what I would say you know and if you have never trusted him you need to do it and if you're a Christian you need to be um, trying to make heaven crowded because if not you're just staying on Netflix and hell's gonna be packed full of people that you know could have been witness to. So it's it's a sad reality.
1: I agree with you, and those people that preach war and preach going to war, I, I I you know, the the devil loves war. He gets lots of souls that way. So I don't wanna see a war if we don't have to have one. I'd prefer not to have one. So those people that are preaching war, please don't do that. Please don't do that. We don't, we don't need to have a war unless we absolutely have to have one. So I, I, I hate that nowadays.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, um, I, I totally agree. Uh, Reverend Paul, if you want to go ahead and plug your stuff, let everybody know where they could find you I'd appreciate it.
2: Well, um, so I'm on uh tick at Rapture prep. And then, um, I have another, uh, tick that I started off with. It's Reverend, Reverend Paul cross. And uh, there's YouTube links in both of those for um, the Rapture Prep Podcast, which is on Spotify and all that. And, of course, I wrote a book called Breaking the Devil's Contract, and it is amazing. Um, It's real practical things to spiritually prep. So if you're trying to prep for the spiritual side, get that book. If you don't like it, I'll give you a full refund Um, that you can get on Amazon pretty much anywhere. But, uh, yeah, that's... uh, That's what I got. So hopefully I can um, help you when you get a hold of me.
0: Very cool. Thank you, Reverend uh, Paul. And uh, maybe, you know, I definitely I mean, I'm not going to push for anything uh, soon, but I definitely like to have you back on the show at some point, um, because I know there's going to be other things that come up when we get email from listeners and feedback. I'm sure, you know, people are going to want to have you back. So I'd like you to be open to that idea for sure.
2: Yeah, get your inch bags ready.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, you guys that listen to the show weekly, you guys know where I'm at on TikTok. You guys know the email. It's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. You guys know after you listen to this one today on Monday, there's going to be a live show tonight on Podbean. Al, do you want to go ahead and plug all your stuff and take us out of here?
1: Hey, listen, just you can find me at uh, uh, Big Daddy Prep on TikTok. You can find me at the Big Daddy Out Podcast. And uh, that's about it. I mean... I've enjoyed these last two shows and I've had a really good time and I hope you do too. And tune in next week for some more prepping, some more good information. And we appreciate everybody to the doomsday podcast every single week because I know there's a big following that listens to it. That's all I got Jester.
0: All right. And on that note, we will see you guys on next week's episode.